Start your engines. It's your boy Tim. It's Lakeisha. It's your girl Mal. It's Chris. It's your boy Bowen. And, and we're, we're Sundays! Just proof that podcasts are the new radio, new forms of entertainment and information. Get ready because we're next. This is a new age and a new beginning. Cheers today. Yeah. You say good news, good news for him. And that's good news for all of us. <laughs> right. right. I mean, that's, that's like you said, it's, it's that's a pioneer right Yeah, there. so it, it, it can happen. Right. Uh, okay. So also on today we're going to be discussing the Michigan evacuation where two dams collapsed due to heavy rain. We are sending our prayers to the families affected by this incident. Alright, speaking of prayers, we also are sending our prayers out to the family and friends of Shad Gasper who was confirmed dead after an autopsy verified uh, his body was washed ashore on a Venice beach. Gasper was a former WWE wrestler who was swept out to sea this past Sunday while swimming with his son. I'm tired of seeing all these people die this year. It's been crazy. All the news has been so sad. I watch the news. The waves ain't no joke. It's literally every other week. No, really, every week is something new. Something's got to change, y'all. It starts with us. It's the people. Okay. How you gonna stop? We all uh, some waves killing somebody. Hey, oh, no, that's Mother Nature right there. There's a line that tells you how far to go though. Freak like, accident. Sometimes, like, well, I mean, I don't know. Riptide's a there. killer. Yeah. No pun intended. We are the world. So, but well, did, did the little boy get lost too? Does anybody know that? I don't know. No, they got the little boy. Oh, okay. they do yeah, have the child. They did have the child. I don't really yeah. I feel like that's not. I mean, it's a. Yes, like a great thing, but now that that kid no fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and, uh, oh, messed up. Yeah, that's sad. 
Let's keep it moving. Nice. <laughs> Just that's, now we all down now. I know. Lift them up. Lift them up. We need good energy. We good, need energy good, good energy. Good energy. Yeah. Well, let's do some okay. meditation then. Meditation. Revelation. Give it to us. into it i want to talk about making peace with a painful past but it could be maybe a painful memory or maybe a painful let go of old relationships or old people old friends hey, how that is, brother christopher yes. uh these past couple of days have been very weird for me a lot of things have been coming up randomly things that i thought i accepted from my past and as a part of my journey to who i am today hell i was under the impression i was okay with everything that transpired memories betrayal broken promises new beginnings mm -hmm. all that uh, well, the universe is in, in its infinite wisdom decided to throw a little reminder to me and the outcome was not what I expected at all. I kept finding old photos, old mementos, old friendships and relationships that uh, as I cleaned the house one day and a dark cloud uh, descended on me and my anxiety uh, took over to the part of nausea. <clears throat> These feelings were like very, very familiar to me. To make matters worse, I started an internal dialogue and a harsh one at that. It kept, I kept telling myself, what's wrong with you? You're supposed to have learned from this and moved on while you're stuck here. Instead of helping the inner, the inner critic inside of me, aggravated my anxiety. But I paused for a moment. I realized that I'm reacting to nothing other than my own associations about these people and where I am uh, right now. Instead of sitting and feeding this negativity, I decided to get up and do something completely different. I started moving. I finished cleaning. I lit some incense, did a little yoga, walked my dogs. And eventually, it helped calm me down and channel my anxiety. This experience showed me that, that what I thought was a closed chapter actually is, isn't closed. And to be honest, I'm not sure if I even wanted to close it completely. So that means I had to make peace. Resisting or questioning how you feel about something isn't going to help you. What helps is allowing the pain to go through you. Sit with it and let it be. Cry if you feel like crying or simply close your eyes and feel the emotions go through your body. Or you can channel things uh, through a physical activity. If you're judging yourself, stop it. Intentionally but gently, stop the mental dialogue. Tell yourself, been there, done that, time to try something different. Then recognize where you are today. Step outside your memories and associating associations with the past. Look at all your surroundings and think about your life. Think about how things have changed and how you've changed. How your past has defined you and that it shouldn't ruin your present. Focus on all the good in your life. Gratitude for where you are today is a great antidote for a painful yesterday. You don't need understanding why because these answers won't make you feel any better. What's more powerful is going within and reflecting on how you can handle the situation in a way that is more harmonious with you and your truth values. If you're like me, you choose not to close the door and accept that the person for who they are today, reframe the relationship into something that works for you. Don't do it out of guilt, nostalgia, or uh, anything for like confrontation. I want to end this by saying you have to make a conscious decision to forgive and let go. Forgiving someone is not about accepting what they did. It's about letting go of your attachment to what happened. Do it for you and not anyone else or anything else. When you let go, you free yourself from living the painful experiences. You feel lighter and more at ease. You become more at peace. As Gandhi said, peace is its own reward. Man, because this, this was so good because that, that's been resonating with me real hard about just past, like you said, past experiences and things that are going on, especially this week, man. It's like you were talking to me personally. That was, that was wild. You felt that, dog. So, Chris, have you forgiven yourself for things that you feel really deeply about? Um, I'm forgiving myself more and more. 
I find myself like I give I forgive myself and then like maybe another day I just feel down bad all over again as if I didn't even have this conversation with myself in the first place. And I have to like I guess understand that that's just the pain or remnants of pain left in the situations. I just gotta realize where I'm at now and keep moving forward. This is so funny because this is what I'm talking about. This is like the topic of the day. But no, Chris, our relationship kind of founded on us both going to a difficult time. And sure did. Not misery loves company situation. It was a we're rebuilding ourselves and that's crazy because that, I literally went through this and I think I told you about it maybe last week or two weeks ago that yeah. I was just like reliving. I was like, I thought I made all this progress. Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, I remember you what telling me that, happening? Yeah. You're not alone out there, man. It's, it's crazy. Definitely. I think a lot of people do feel like that and um, I feel like it's something maybe you need to hear because you don't know. I didn't know. And, you know, it took me some time to actually sit here and do some therapy or, you know, self-therapy within the realm of meditation where I just sit to my thoughts. Hell, I'm 31. I ain't done no, you know, real sitting thinking like that for the longest. So, Self-reflection is key, dude. Definitely. Yeah, yeah you are. And that could be helpful to somebody else that could be possibly going to, through the same things that you're going through. So mm-hmm. it's great that you put that out there because I commend you for that. I was, I'm, I was really, really big on keeping things like that just to myself and within house. You know, I'm going to do the other side. <laughs> I had a good friend tell me that, you know, maybe you should divulge things that you've gone through in that aspect because you never know. Because you live and you learn. Yes. Well, that is, but also someone like, you know, anybody listening to this, they're going through that right now. Just like I was telling you, they might be like, this is what I need. Yeah, somebody I don't even know. And that's really what I want to reach. For every lesson, there's a blessing in a lesson. Alright, alright. So first topic of the day. Can you take and give criticism? Constructive criticism. What is criticism period? This is a lesson that you have to learn. I truly feel because not everyone is good at hearing that they're not that great at something or they need to improve on something, even if you think you killed it and smashed out of the park. You know, for example, getting feedback for the podcast. It's perfect one. You know, I think, you know, sometimes I'm like I killed it there or that and I have a buddy of mine like man I, I understand what you were saying but you gotta clean it up a little bit here and there or someone comes to light of we we think we know what you're trying to say but try to give more details so we yeah. fully understand it and it, it's like oh okay cool like, I, used to, I used to be, I used to be the opposite. I used to be like, screw you, man, you're taking I feel like why you like made, made me defend it so hard is because the other side don't know how much work you put in to yeah, make things happen. You know, I, I care, but it's my baby. You saying like I don't, I ain't do it right? You don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you got to realize that you can always do everything better. Right. You know, and it just kind of takes a, a sitting outside yourself to realize that. Because nobody's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody's perfect. We strive for it. Yeah, there's only one perfect person in this world, and that's our father. One above. I think if you're talking about constructive, it depends on the person. You really can never control how another person feels. You never that's, will that's, control that's, You got to be able to understand that you can't control how they feel. So whatever comes out of your mouth, you have to make sure it's coming from a place of love and not from a place of just destruction. That's because you, about, you can build a person up and you can tear a person down. Mm-hmm. And quick. for me, when I was in my very first job, I used it for example, I was so good at what I did. I was very fast, very fast, looking for the next thing to do. And when I went for went up for a promotion a year later, I got told, you know, you you just got here. Like 
You need to be able to do this. You need to be able to do this. That. Go here. Go there. Be able to speak in this meeting. That meeting. I'm saying like, but look what I did. I brought y'all from error correction to like 50% above where it was before. New clients entered off. What is it that I did that was wrong? I took that real harsh. Like I really did. Fast forward to now. I've been told there's some things that I can work on as it relates to how I have my presentations at work. I take it so much more. I take it better now. I sit back and be like, oh, okay. I understand what they're saying. If I want to get there, then I need to at least listen to what they're talking about. Yeah. Because everybody that's giving you, most times they've been where you're trying to go. That's the younger in you. Yeah. I mean, when they're older and you got more patience now than you. And a lot more hunger. When you look for it, like, do you look for that? Hey, what can I do better? I do. I do. And I actually do that with friends. Um, I know when I first started dating, I started asking my very close friends, especially Mallory, my best friend. Hey, am I like, I'm trying to be able to balance my time. Am I okay with it? How's it going? I got some stuff I didn't want to hear, but I got what I needed to hear from certain people. And that's, that's key. Yeah. That's so key to be able to understand that people that are genuine and people that you have in that small circle, like we kind of talked about last week, you respect their opinion and you yeah. care about what they say and you take what they say. You can't, it's one thing to hear them, but listen to Especially them. Especially if I know you don't mean me no harm. Right. That's all the ball game for no you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Like, Who are you? you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I definitely agree with you uh, as far as the career and job keisha because I definitely take my jobs really seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, you get your yearly kind of review and they tell you everything you've been doing great and everything you haven't been doing great. And last year I got one. And I wouldn't. I don't want to say it was horrible, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Your standards. Yeah, that's still like what I was like. I thought I was like really killing it. So when I got my review, and I was like, oh, you can do this a little bit better. And I was like, really? Like, I thought I was doing like the best. Not I until couldn't. this year. Now I see what they were saying because I have taken like my customer service and just being more, I think, prompt and mm -hmm. taking that advice and I've taken it to that like 100% level. So now I see what they were saying now. But at the moment when I was receiving it, it was like, I can't do anything. Anymore. Like I'm giving you my best. So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and I feel like when giving criticism to someone, you ha it's all about the delivery. Because the, in the tone, because the same message, like you said, can be used. It can either build someone up or it can tear them down. Mm -hmm. Depending on how you're delivering. But so. what do you do when there is no tone? Like if you're giving criticism in a text message. That's why you should. Um, That's why I text call. Messages, I call people. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you have something written down, I mean it. it there are times, there are times when you can't. I can't. You can't call right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you can. Maybe not at that moment, but if it's that important, you gonna call when it's time to talk yeah. about it because it's gonna bother. It's gonna be something you need to talk to someone about. You know, just can be like taken way out of context. Yes, yeah, so. I've oh man, I've gotten plenty. No, <laughs> y'all know how awesome I am at my grammar and being correct in your reading skills. Right, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sarcastic. Um, no, that's that justified. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm not saying that Tim can't read. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm Tim actually, can read. Yes, <laughs> I'm not illiterate. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I understand because Chris, Chris and I actually had a conversation that I took one way, and <laughs> I was like, oh, "What the heck, dude?" Like, but then again, it was text which message. one? We were talking about music. <laughs> okay, now we're going to say which I'm one. I'm not going right now. We were talking about music. <laughs> the whole J. Cole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're going back to how you felt right. about and, it. It depends on the delivery. And then when he pulled down on we talked, like, he's getting a shirt from me. Yeah. And he talked, like, man, what you mad about? I'm like, I ain't mad at you. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? And it was just, but the one thing I try to do when people laugh at me, I use emojis like crazy. I've necessarily haven't done it in our group chats as much, but 
I, I'm the dude that literally has an emoji with every text just because I want you to know where I'm coming from or how I'm saying something. Now, it's not perfect by any means, and I'd rather talk like y'all said, but... I was just about to say that. Said, it's some things you just can't teach. Yeah, I think right. some things need to be said face-to-face, and I think when you're giving criticism in particular, you should definitely also mention the things that person is doing right. Not yeah. just compliment sandwich. Right. I just want to say that. Yeah. I just want to say that. Not you got to make a compliment sandwich. Not always, you're not doing this, or you could be doing this better, but... Uh, Mention those things, but also say, hey, but this right here, you killed it. I want you to keep doing it. Yeah. If you don't know what a compliment sandwich is, this is a good thing. Then the the criticism or what could be construed as the bad thing and then end it off with another good thing. It makes it feel nice and warm. It's like an ice cream sandwich. Like it. You got the cookie. Like Let me give y'all a real good professional criticism lesson. Okay. Whenever you go into a dog um, interview, they ask you what's your strengths and weaknesses. When you're talking about self-criticism, you're telling yourself, okay, I'm good at this, but I can improve at this. Not that I suck at it. So, myself, I'm amazing at multitasking. Hint, hint, y'all can use that. I'm great at multitasking. I like to have my hands in every area of the business. I'm very prompt on who I'm working with and what time I'm working with them. At the same token, I can improve on how I level it. Okay. There are times that I want to have my hand into everything and I have to understand that this is more important at this moment than everything else that's going on. I can't try to train myself in every area and, and get comfortable in one and lack in the other. So I'm basically telling the person who's interviewing me, hey, I'm amazing at this, but this is what I can do to be better at it. That's a good hand. Use it. No, I like that because that was one of the things like when I was going working my first summer job and I was training to be a manager of my own, I don't say company, but own uh, office, that was the one thing that they said, like, they, we did in practice interviews, and it was like, what are you good at, what are you bad at, and going in my industry, being the automotive field, they ask you, what are your strengths and weaknesses, now it's broken up a little differently, whether it be electrical, suspension, engine, whatever it may be, and they're always, they, in my field, at least in my experience, I can't speak for everybody, but in my experience, everyone always kind of assumes the weakness is electrical. It's not something easy because you can't see it with your own eyes. True, true. However, they're excited when people actually say something different, but they say, hey, I'm good at this, but I'm not, I'm not, I haven't mastered it. I think that's super important. Again, like Keisha said, wink, wink. Understanding that you're not perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. you should, you should stink. Mm-hmm. But Mal, I, I was curious because you're kind of the mentor of the group. You're like the, she's mama. The mama. Yeah, she's mama. So, what do you, <laughs> <laughs> how do you go about <laughs> How do you go about you giving criticism? Yeah, you are. <laughs> giving criticism, but also, like, what's your thought process? Because you and I have had conversations and dialogues that I'm like, damn, man. You hit me with some real, keep it real and raw, but yet you also, it's like, I want to give you a hug at the end of it. How do I know what question are you trying to ask? So, for example, when someone comes to you with a problem or they want your advice, how do you structure it? Like, well, first, I listen. I listen. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will, hopefully you have like my undivided attention because obviously you chose me to talk to me. So I want to hear what's bothering you because I can read a person and see on their face when something's bothering you. And, and I don't know what it is. It's just, I don't know. Mother's intuition. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
I just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. You put me on the spot. So it's really hard to I explain. I have a good question for you, Mallory. So as far as your like personal friendships and stuff like that, when you're giving criticism to someone, what are some of the steps that you take to make sure that you get your message across, but you don't hurt that person in the process? I feel like that's you yeah. said how I would I'm trying to say. The second is, I don't know, I have to have a good relationship with you because my yeah. message is delivered to you in a way that you understand it mm-hmm. and know that I'm serious. That's because it. one thing about me, I'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. tell you what you need to hear. You really? And wrong. how it's delivered to you, we can talk about that tomorrow. And how you Look, perceive it. I, I feel like that's like wow. the whole problem too, because that's the other end that we haven't really talked about. Mm-hmm. People are wanting to hear like well they expect for you to tell them what you think they want to hear mm-hmm. so right. what they need oh, yes, like they if you got to be able to be ready to accept whatever you know, that you hey man you messing up this yeah. you shouldn't have did this you shouldn't have did that like all the way like you all the way wrong people yeah. ain't ready to hear it and I think that's one of the things, I mean, I can use y'all, for example, that I guess y'all really respect about me because I'm not going to do that for you because you can find somebody else that's an associate. It's plenty of people. I'm not, I'm not the one. I'm not the one, you know, because y'all are what matter to me, you know, so somebody on the other side of that door tell you that I'm not in the circle with, that's fine. But at the end of the day, when you need that hug or when you need that solidification and gratification and you feel like, I, I want to be the person that you can confide in, but I also want you to understand that I get in your ass when you need to, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's know? really important for people to realize that, that whole, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear and not what you want. Correct. That is the definition of someone who loves you yep. because yeah, they're looking yes. out for your best interest. Yes. People that only tell you what you want to hear are not concerned about your well-being. Mm-hmm. They're not concerned about your growth or your elevation. So. And that- and some people you can't bring on on another level with you. Yeah. You can't allow them to elevate with you yeah. because they're going to be trying to steal your shine. They don't want what's best for you. They want what you got. It's cool to be cool with people, but you know, you got to lead folks at different levels. Yes. You know? yes. So construction, constructive criticism. Like being able to tell someone, hey, yeah. this is what's going on, but also being able, but you know, you can improve here. Like you straight on it. If you can't go to someone and just be straight up with them and be honest with them, then you are the type of person you cannot take you cannot take it and you have to be able to receive it too you can't ask somebody to give you something and when they give it to you you just like well that ain't what no it ain't you don't need to listen you don't deserve to hear what I have to say you didn't want to hear what I should have asked you should have just kept your same I'll say that for what you should have asked right I don't know what you want me to tell you do you think it's a fair statement that if you can't give it you can't receive it so let's just say I think it's true like let's just say me just me in particular like let's say I can't give correct criticism mm-hmm. or constructive criticism I'm sorry mm-hmm. do you think that in the same indifference I can't receive it as well no 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 it'd be really? backwards if if you can't receive it you should, should be, be giving, giving it, it. Okay. but you can always receive it yeah. oh that's right because yeah. your yeah. own interpretation is your own interpretation mm-hmm. okay. how you receive what someone is saying is just for you Right. You know, but if, if you're telling me to oh, give yeah. you something and you're not willing to receive what I'm saying, then, I mean, 
something they get in a private setting because a lot of people like to show out or they want to put you someone on blast so and again this goes back to our previous in our other podcast of make sure you're talking to people that are in your circle you know like you guys mentioned earlier circle gets smaller everybody can't go and make sure you know who you're talking to especially if you're wanting to hear the real and raw i guess yeah that's true. And that's absolutely so right. People put up people on blast way too much just for a joke or a laugh. And then that's a way to tear someone down unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes when there's, Social media, they, they, yeah. sometimes God, when yeah, there's a, an audience, you may mean well, but when there's an audience, it can influence your message. It it should be, point, each person will give it, a different You can look at this whole Tuck yeah. Weezy and came more the great thing. And that's, that's exactly, Look it up if you don't know. Exactly. And they both from Memphis, too. So constructive criticism. You need a good setting. Good tone, be open to receive and give. I think yeah. That's a good one. That's, That's really good. good. Yeah. All right. What we've got next? Yes. <laughs> this train running all along. It's time for some recent. <laughs> So this is how we're going to do it. Basically, Vontae is going to give us a phrase or whatever. We're going to see. We're going to vote on who's most likely to do it. Okay. If you get the most votes that are likely to do it, you off the island. No, you off the island. You get like a, a point to your final score. Mm-hmm. And at the end of our time, whoever has the most points on your finest final score, you got to take a shot. Take a shot. Shot of what? Life. Life. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna play with you. Oh, Tisha, you might win. You're gonna be okay. Uh, she's gonna win, Courtney. Let's get it, Vontae. Okay, so first, who is most likely to knit a sweater? Mallory. Mallory. Chris. 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 Oh, no. Yeah, you're the Chris. Yeah, you're the Chris. No, it's because you're the mama. I feel like you're most likely to wear a knit sweater, but he's most likely to. No, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> no, I'm nip blanket. Nip blanket. Nip blanket. Who is most? Who is most likely to go to the cinema drunk? 
every single person. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. We all appointment, everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> who goes to the movie sober anymore? Like, who does? Nobody. Wow. Who is most likely to become addicted to eating fast food? Mm-mm. Ten. 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 We like home-cooked meals. Right. <laughs> I come in I'm here eating greasy, eat. eating wet. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. Get your nugget eating. Who is most likely to spend their paycheck before the middle of the month? Chris. Yeah, Who is most likely to spend most of the time on their hair? Spend the most time on their hair, I'm sorry. Tisha. Me? Is he the kid? She just spent yeah. what, like eight hours? <laughs> I got lots, you feel me? It ain't that much. But who is most likely to do fitness with their partner. Keisha. I would say Vaughn. I was going to say definitely you. Yeah. Oh, definitely you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we do walk in and do exercise. Them folks do exercise. They going to gym. exercise. Who is most likely to be a victim of a violent crime? Yeah. Oh, what? Ain't no shame in my game, Sometimes you just need a reason. 
nigga. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Last one, bro. Who is most likely to be sad over an animal's death? Ooh. Mallory. Ooh, I'm going to say team. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. No, I saw I saw, I saw it when it happened. So. <laughs> that's the last one. Mallory, you had five. You wait are a all this the losers. Hold on, man. Y'all got some sand left in this. Okay, one more. Y'all pull the stuff. One more. One more. We're still going to be losing. Lifestyle are way more out there 
versus when I was coming with Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, in a good way and in a bad way, they're, they're way more confident in themselves. They're more assured of themselves. Um, and I do think that has a lot to do with just mainstream media and them seeing people like them on TV and hearing people like them on radio and stuff like that. Better um, yeah, but I guess in the other direction, they are out there a little too much. They're very comfortable with sexualizing themselves at an early age. Wow. I'm seeing a lot of it. Um, they're, they're way more um, comfortable being violent toward each other, toward their elders. There's a lackluster of respect for there is you know, their, their elders. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and, and that might be children, period. Yeah. But just coming from my point of view, this is what I'm seeing with the people uh, coming up behind me. They're just... They're, they're way more confident, and I don't know if confidence is always such a good thing at that age, because you're still learning who you are. Mm -hmm. Some of these kids are making mistakes that's going to follow them up into adulthood. You know, uh, media, social media outlets are just, for them right now, are just poison because they, they put so much of themselves on there and they, they don't they're getting taken too fast. Yeah, they're they're growing up too fast. They don't fear, you know, any of the backlash that comes with some of these things and they're making decisions not knowing how they're gonna affect them later. They're not ready for you. They're not ready. And so I, I think, you know, when it comes to that point of view, it might be children all together, but just from LGBT, that's what I'm seeing from the children now. I can't speak from it, but being <laughs> outside looking in. Yeah. I don't understand how a child under 12 can know in, in a community whether or not that's what they really want for the rest of their life. Yeah. Whether they know for sure, okay. I have heard people say that I've been born this way or whatever, but I've also heard people say I just, as I got older, I realized I didn't like to look at this and I like to look at that and yeah. this wasn't my style. How is it as a child, first of all, as a child, why is that even on your mind? Yeah. Whether it's in, in a bisexual way or even a, a heterosexual way, I think I can answer it should that not question, be on though. your mind. I think I can answer that question because, like, okay, you may ask that question from the perspective of how it was when you were growing up. And that's what they I'm saying. They're way time. much more stuff than we right. see, especially yeah. online. Yeah. And the TV so and these the parents yeah. not being tuned in to what they're listening to and yeah. what they're watching. Yeah. And uh, there's no restrictions on cable. But on the contrary, now when I was coming into my own and I started realizing what I like, I did not have the influence of mainstream media. There you go. That's what I'm saying. You, knew, like that, you gotta get it. I knew that I was different, but I did not know the term what the term yeah. gay was. You were I just finding knew your own that way. I was attracted to the same I feel like they almost seen it. Yeah, oh, well, now, I, I really yeah, do feel yeah. like it's like it, it's almost like, ooh, what, it's on the shelf. Yeah. Like, hey, let me try this. I don't like yeah, that. They're way more that. open to, they're way more open to, even kids in general, even taking away from LGBT, but kids in general, they're just open to trying any and everything. They're grown people. Yeah, yeah. they're grown people. I really, <laughs> I really <laughs> struggle with the fact that all of this is true, but being, I don't have any children yet. Yeah. But let's think about it. Most of the children that have come up, some of the folks in our age range, a little bit, maybe five, six years older than us. Mm -hmm. These are their children. Yeah. yeah. Like we we were all raised in the same generation. Yeah. So why isn't that I know it depends on the parents, but whatever your parents taught you, you should be able to instill in your children. Mm -hmm. And then the, it goes on and on. There's certain things that I see kids do now. I ain't no way my kids, I don't even have kids yet, but it's like, I already, I know, oh, baby, you can't do that. Yeah. My mama wouldn't even let me do that. What makes you think you're going to be able to do that? Yeah, but see, that's, I it's think It's like that's learning difference. from, learning from those who actually taught you, but if you want to talk shit. It's that, mm -hmm. and also, like, they probably just wasn't even ready. 
Or you they're know, too busy at work. They're not able to actually spend time with their kids. Like, there's a perfect example. Uh, I call her my niece, but she's really not. And I don't have kids either. So I'm speaking from my outside and my, the fact that my mom ran a preschool. So I saw a lot of kids growing up, mm-hmm. and I've known them for a long period of time. But uh, my niece, she basically will, she, she loves TikTok. And uh, the Megan Stallion, the sassy, you know, whatever, the, the what is it, Renegade? That's Renegade? the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Savage. Savage. Savage, I'm sorry. Well, the TikTok for that, literally she's singing the words and doing the dance. But she, and I asked her, I was like, do you know what that means? I was like, do you know what Savage means? I was like, or Ratchet means? And she was like, no. I was like, then you should probably not say that. Oh, and it depends on what you have your children around. It yes. really does. Yes. Well, like, I don't have any kids either, but uh, I teach elementary uh, art, K-5. Where at? In Frazier. Oh, right. In the hood. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's what I'm for. Don't, don't do Frazier. Um, <laughs> I won't well, I mean, do like, Frazier. No, no, no. Give a perspective. Them, they, they need it the most. Them, them the kids, they, they, like, they sold their pride and love out there. And you can tell, I have, a little, I have like a, man had to be like maybe 12. Try to fight like a grown man. All because I told his I told his sister to like you, you need to go home. She tried to fight another another child in the middle of the street. And this other grown folks are gonna go home. Like y'all trying to y'all been trying to fight all day. Y'all ain't fought yet, y'all not gonna fight. And then y'all ain't you ain't trying to fight her, you trying to jump her. No. So I'm telling her to go home. He's like, hey no, nah, who was you, bro? You need to get the fuck out by my face, all that other stuff. And I'm like, and who he was are 12 you? Years I'm old. looking down at, I'm I'm not tall, I'm five seven. <laughs> I'm looking down at you like, bro, like, really? Like, you, and, you big I body? Like, like, I'm I'm like, I would have found a switch, a belt, or something. I would want I wanted, somebody I wanted else to see me. Oh, man. And that's the thing so that, bad. that doesn't happen because Booty tang. Ciao. Her mom, because 
let's be honest, there's moms out here that 19 up to yeah. our age, right. and they in there smoking, they don't think it's okay yeah. for them to do that. I've had some kids. No, they don't, they don't think it's okay to do that. Yeah. They go out and steal, or see their mama stealing because they making ends meet. They don't think it's okay to street. do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, as men out here, men need to step up for these be kids. Be a father. But it ain't right. even fathers. It's just yeah, like... You ain't got to be there. Yeah, a father figure. Everybody needs to step up for but these see, kids. But see, this is the thing, too, though. It's got to be a quality, because I, I got I get stories for days. There was... And I oh, and I, I catch, like, brothers and, you know, whoever picking up. And I tell them, hey, man, what your pants up? I got, I got kids running around. You got your ass all out. Mm-hmm. Huh, huh. Who is dude? Okay, number one, you, you don't know me. So like, don't like, don't scoff into my bro who's dude because I'll get in your ass. But I ain't trying to do that because again, I got these kids out here. You just like, an example. Just like I'm trying to set an example. You need to too. I've messed up. I've done dumb stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand you in the gang. That's cool. That's fine. That's Danny. That's what you need to do for you to get by. But you. Just, you're you, here, you got your you picking up your niece, your daughter, whoever. They looking up to you. They superhero. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, they want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing all the dumb stuff, they want to do all the dumb stuff too. Because they see that's what they, they do. They they, okay. You may do it out of necessity to survive, but they see it as, oh, that's cool and mug right there. And that's think- gangster right there. They don't understand you doing it to survive, but you don't even have to do that to survive. And the, the thing is, though, what I feel is important is parents need to sit down and say, just because you see me do this doesn't mean you know the full reason for it. Mm-hmm. And I come from a single mom. I come from a single family home where it was just me and my mom. She worked all the time. I used to have to walk home, whatever it may be. And she always provided, and I, I, I bless her and thank her to this day because I don't know how she did it. But the one thing that she did, which I feel a lot of people should, I don't say do, but try to do, I didn't have a father figure. But she put men around me that had quality values mm-hmm. that could teach me something. So... In the sense, I got like 30 dads that I can look back on and be like, oh, he was there for that. Yeah. And my uncle was a huge role. My uncle and my grandfather are probably the two biggest of all. And shout out to, shout out to one of them. The other one's, you know, chilling with Jesus. But uh, the fact that those people set the standard for me. Now, I'm not perfect. I made plenty of mistakes in my life. And I feel that each individual will do that, like you said, and they'll learn from them. But there's a reason, there's a way to get successful, and there's a way to be, not to say failure, but to fail. You yeah. can pick your model how you want to follow that because those models have given answers, I guess you could say, or results, better word to say. And if you want good results, whether it be, you know, an upstanding individual who works hard and even though they might not have everything, but their morals are higher than everything, you know, you're going to, you want, you want to lean that way versus I don't have anything and my morals suck or I may have all the, the wealth, like, you know, T.I. said, you're, you're mad at the world and you know you have everything because your values are crap. You know, your morals are crap. Yeah. You know, I think that us, those who do not have children, and I, I tell myself this when I do think I'm ready to have children, we have to understand that children, they are going to be children. We can't protect them for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that we do or the things that we used to do, we need to be mindful of. Okay, use a child I need once them to. Yeah. Use a child once. So you have to you're going to have to adapt to that. I know I'm not ready because a sense of control for me, mm. I, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm, I want to 
Grab every time you. you touch the stove, I want to catch your hand before you get there. Sometimes you but I have to. You gotta allow children to be children. These children that we see out here cursing, and I mean, and kids be young too cursing. They hearing it out of the TV. They hearing it from parents, different family members. They hearing it from the music that we allow them to listen to. They're kids, you know. Of They're course, sponsors. they have to be. It's gonna happen, basically. Crazy, crazy thing is, my daddy used to let me listen to all the cursing in the world, but I wouldn't curse in front of him. Exactly. I knew better. Not in front of your dad, though. Yeah. When you be out there with your friends, yeah. you're here while my dad's I'm grown. Right. You know something, baby? You ain't know nothing. You know when they say growing up is a trap, and that is real. You want to be grown so young that when you get grown, I want to be a kid again. I want my nap. I don't want to pay bills. I want these kids now. Just need structure and these adults, <laughs> these millennials, we we need to adapt. And when I say adapt, all of us don't have children. But those that do, most of the time they're around us. Yeah. Everywhere around us. We can't fault them for how they're children. And now for the most part we can. But we gotta realize that certain things children are just gonna do. Now if you see a child running around after their mom not already told them to stop. Then you judge the parent. You gonna tell the child to stop about four or five more times before you let me snatch you up real quick. If I catch our child, I might turn around. Right. And I used to do that all the time. I sit up here and shoot you. But see, I didn't grow up with young parents and young aunties and them. I grew up with old folk that stump your ass six foot in the morning. I had both of them. My daddy was working and doing anything just like my mama was, but what I can't say what stuck with me the most. My daddy would take the time, even if it was late at night, woke me up on the couch, take me up in the bed, he would stop me before I can go to talk to me and tell me something real and tell me something that I didn't even know I needed to know. Mm-hmm. Still does it to this day. Yeah, all the time. And, that, and, and then you cherish those moments as you get older. You're like, oh, yes, yeah. most definitely. Like, even, with me, even though I had both of my parents, <laughs> both of my parents were in the home. My dad was, I have a military dad, and my mom worked as well. So. I didn't have them around as much as I would have liked, but I feel like they pumped enough discipline into me. I didn't need them around. I knew how to go out and carry myself as a as a young adult or as a child. I didn't go out causing issues and being a menace to society. So I think even though it takes a village to raise a child, I think it starts at home. It just starts with just those simple, basic conversations. Respect your elders. If an adult tells you to do something, do it. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? It just starts with just simple no, no. conversations like that. And I don't think those conversations are being had in these homes anymore. Mm-hmm. Whether they have the they time or not. You know, even before you send your kids off to school, I don't want to hear any bad news from you. I want you to go to school, listen to your teachers, come right back home, whatever it is. <laughs> it's just simple stuff like that. And if they don't, you need to discipline. I think if we took that extra step nowadays, guns would be avoided and going into the schools yeah. and etc. But know? we gotta understand we ain't gonna catch you. No, we're not. Things happen. I mean, happen. even when we was going to this, all it was that one bad kid. Yeah. <laughs> but now the bad kid is the majority. Yeah. yeah. And your minority, your four or five good kids. What's so it? I think it's safe to say that these kids these days just need a, a guidance. They need guidance. They need a strong hand and a strong <laughs> belt. On the, on the kids and the mom and daddy. Both of them. Everybody. Oh, everyone get the belt. Everybody. Chris said, everyone get a whoop. Everybody get a whoop. Yeah. And the parents just need to do their best. Whatever your definition of your best is, that's what you need to be.
Don't be scared to ask for help because there's right. a lot of things out here. Oh, yeah. That's you said it takes a village. Yeah. Well, um, since these kids need a father figure and some good, strong words, Tim, you want to hustle and motivate these kids? Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. Hustle and motivation. Let's go. I've been doing a lot of thinking, as I always do, and through, I've been going through some tough times, but it's okay, you get through them, but what I want to talk about today is I want you to open your mind and think about it. Let the impossible be possible, and that's the quote for today. If it's impossible, it can be possible. Now, you may listen to me like, what? <laughs> but a lot, today we set a standard for ourselves, like, we, we close our mind too quickly. We're... We, we box ourselves in without allowing us to achieve maximum success in our lives, whatever it may be, because we, we don't have the thought process behind it. Um, I've been reading this book, actually, and it's helping me get my game plan together financially and, and what I want to do plan-wise. My uncle gave it to me. I didn't... At first, I was like, all right, it's a book. And as y'all mentioned earlier, I uh, grammatic or grammar is not my thing, per se. But... My reading skills have definitely like enlightened me to want to read more because I've been more intrigued with what I've been reading, and uh, other than car magazines and videos and stuff. But in the, my whole point is, in this book, it talks about having the mindset. You need to have an open mindset, and instead of thinking small, you need to think big. And when we think big and we use models that are in play that have worked in the past, we're able to achieve success. A lot of people today, they, they want to limit themselves. They want to go with what's comfortable. Even though they may think they're having, you know, I'm doing great, oh, I got this job, you know, this, that, and the third, there can always be more. And don't ever limit yourself to self-growth. So when I say the impossible is now possible, you need to think that and truly believe it. The more we believe, the more we can come to fruition. And the more you speak it, the more it comes to. So why not speak for the highest possibilities? You know, the old saying, shoot for the moon, or aim for the stars, shoot for the moon kind of deal. I have that saying. Shoot for the moon, aim for the stars. That, to me, I, I've thought about that when I was growing up for a long time, and I wondered, like, oh, yeah, it's just a saying. But when you start to try to achieve goals, write them down, stick to a game plan that goes with them, and you'd be surprised what you can do. Past year, I've had some personal struggles that I've been going through, and I didn't know the outcome of what was going to happen or if I was going to be able to get through it. And uh, the fact of the matter is, it was I, after thinking about it, a lot of meditation revelations, uh, <laughs> I, I started to think, I can do this, I, I can achieve greatness. Because most of my life, I had a lot of self-esteem issues where I didn't think I was good enough. Whether it be in my daily life, sports or whatever, you know, not making the varsity team when I thought I should. It was it was a blow, and it wasn't it was just wasn't my time, and that that's not what it was meant to be. And I, I'm a true believer that everything happens for a reason. Whole point of my story is I was thinking small. I was thinking just about making the team, not excelling on the team, being further mm -hmm. going further. Yeah, with you know my yeah, career in sports, yeah. or whatever. The one thing I can say, the number one goal I had coming, I'd say into high school, is I had to go to college. No one in my family went. My mom went, but it was later in life. And that was one thing I wanted to achieve. Now, I wasn't the smartest student. Uh, I wasn't the, the worst either. Uh, but the one thing that I, I, I realized was I'm not a 
four-year university type of guy. I wanted to party like it, but I wasn't the four-year university type. It was a realization, but it was understand. That didn't mean I couldn't achieve my goals and get to where I wanted to be. And so when I decided to go to school for automotive, I said, okay, I'm gonna go work for B. I wanna work for BMW. Go to the school, get straight A's, get into this BMW program, and I did all this. And I was able to get recruited out of school, come down, I was working my dream job for a while. But then it was like, what's next? What What's after that? I was thinking small. Then I ended up leaving, went to another shop with the Firestone after. Oh, I used to work there. I know you did, and I have a story to tell you because yeah. I know someone you used to work with. Okay. Um, we'll talk off air. But, uh, and I, you know, I was like, okay. And I started to achieve and do real well. And I was like, what's next? I'm bored. This, this is, I'm bored. So I went. Now I'm at European Auto Sur or Service Works, excuse me, and I work on all high-end cars. I worked on Vaughn's car today. You know what you want to do. Right, and it was again. I had to change my mindset behind the whole thing to understand. So if you think you can't fly, you won't fly. Is the name of the game. So go out there, think big, and never limit yourself. Keep pushing. No excuses. No excuses. Which was last week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot, man. For That's sure. good. Like, and I and you're right. I've done that to myself. Like, not when you think in the bigger picture, you know, just like at the moment type thing. And Self sabotage, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have some type of drive in yourself. Keep yourself motivated so that you can keep going. I, I would not necessarily say like I wasn't motivated and I didn't make the the best out of, you know, whatever situation I was in if I was going towards something. Like the basketball team, I just wanted to be on the team. You know, I didn't think, okay, bet. I'm be cold when I got a team. Well, you know, had the same whatever. <laughs> All right, we go. We flying today. That was good. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> NASCAR. So again, uh, what we told you guys last week. On our Instagram and our Facebook pages, if you watch our story and also look on our uh, page that has a highlight, it says polls and posts or any questions and posts that we put up in our story. Answer those. Give us feedback because we're going to talk about those here. Right now. Right now. Right here, right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. Two or three, one has to go. First one. Man, I gotta vote myself. You gotta vote one. Said, no, no, no. Man, you have got to vote one. All of them are really. They really are, good. but I went with what I what I found connected the most, and I listened to crap out of. Car I'm gonna tell y'all the reason why. Car three cannot go. But let me tell y'all why Carter three can't go. Because me and my man just had this conversation. Go, but I'm saying though. Carter three is hard to go because it was so much more commercial. It brought him out of his underground mentality. It brought him into mainstream white people, black people, Asian. Everybody started like, oh, Wayne is this. Skateboard came out like they got to see Wayne Wayne. We got the real one and one and two. So you gotta have a little hood in you to understand what one and two means. To yeah. You gotta know what that means to be able to appreciate oh, the growth no, in no, three. Oh, no, no, oh, oh, no, no. Cut the music up, please. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> so um the Wayans brothers, 
My wife and kids, for everybody hates Chris, one has to go. My we wife don't hate has you, Chris. My wife and kids. My wife and kids. Yeah, my wife and kids what? gotta go. Yeah. Heck yeah. Hell no. Yes. <laughs> what was the my second My wife and kids. That was the one with Damon. Damon. Damon Wayne. Yeah. Damon Wayne. 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 Damon Wayne's brothers can I go? No, Wayne's brothers. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, this I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did, what they, what did they have to say, though? Who got the most votes? Um, well, I got a vote for Wayne's Brothers. And I got a vote. Uh, well, I got a vote for Wayne's Brothers. that said they never even laughed while they were watching. They never That's even a lie. Giggled. That's a blatant lie. Like, how? And then I got a vote for uh, my wife and kids. Yeah. How y'all ain't vote? We be looking. There be uh, multiple people looking at these stores. Y'all gotta start voting. Oh, y'all yeah. done got Keisha, man. Get it, girl. I got one more for y'all. The craziest thing you've ever misscanned, I quotation from fingers if you didn't see it on the radio there, at Walmart. One person said they uh, stole some charcoal. Another person said they stole a shoe rack. A whole shoe rack. A whole shoe rack. Said, what? Screw it. You just walk out with it. Yeah. I didn't do it, but I, I heard the story behind it. So, what's, what's something you've misscanned? At Walmart? At Walmart food. or Kroger or whatever. Food. I've, I've done, I've done food a couple, like, not, I don't scan, like, I, I Kroger? Oh, like, Kroger? Misscan intentionally? I got you. You forgot. I intentionally. I did it. Okay, like, I, I, we ain't never gonna be going back to I unintentionally, <laughs> intentionally stole a blender from Kroger one time. Oh, damn! damn. Okay, look, okay, look. I put it under the basket. I put it under my basket, right? Basket. And I was scanning. <laughs> I was scanning. And then, like, I had scanned and I was done. I paid. Now, I was about to leave. Look, turn. I forgot the button. Okay, I've done that with water. I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to get on down because okay. nobody said nothing to me, so. It didn't be gone. No. That's it. That's or before I'll, they put look, those cameras. Or I intentionally <laughs> put it under the basket. I kind of did that with dog like, food. I did the dude, dog no food. joke. Dog food. <laughs> Man, you got you sometimes. Yeah. He's like a kid. That's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell he us is about a kid. it. Tell us about it. Chris got two. I got one. Avon's <laughs> a saint. He's never done anything no, like that. No, I took some duct tape. Just wait! You said, yeah. Oh, well, I'm supposed to get thrown in jail. I just put some duct tape in like my what, little carry-on bag. Oh, you, you, you stole stone. Yeah, I stole stone. You actually were in the checkout and forgot to steal. You over here just shopping. I said everything when I do checkout. You lying, son. I'm like, mm-mm. They see it, they see it, they don't see it, they don't see it. I need to quit playing. No, sweet potatoes were the one thing I did it the most with. Back, okay, y'all looking at me like I'm oh, sideways. I'm sorry, I like vegetables. <laughs> oh, I, hey, I do that too. Like, if I get like, like, a, if I get like a, a gang of potatoes. I like, had like 30 I'm of them. I type in like just, one potato. How many potatoes you have? One. It was a bag full, <laughs> sir. Oh, I, oh, yeah, I don't even, I forgot. Yeah, my soda trick. Shut up. I cucumber for zucchinis. You know how much. You do the dollar bananas. Oh my God, Keisha. No, she did shit. She typed cucumber. That's why she don't ever go through the line line. Hey, 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 hey,
I had to pray because that was too tough. I done took some crab legs. Damn. I ain't never. You got I have not. No. Stolen anything like that, y'all. <laughs> no. I just, like I said, food. Okay. <laughs> let, let me help y'all out. Let me help y'all out. Go, go ahead and pray for us. We need Keisha to pray for us y'all because need Jesus. it's time for the Equalizer. <laughs>
that nobody has ever done to me. I can go back several years ago and pinpoint when and how and what somebody did to me. But what makes you What makes you think like if someone was to say something, oh, such and such did this to me, what what's your point of giving it light? It's not really a point for me. It's just been me. I remember stuff. It's just me, period. It's not that I try to. It's that it's instilled in me. I, I can't forget nothing. Like, I can't. You know, especially hurt. Hurt. I definitely can forgive and forget. I've mastered this within like maybe the last year and a half mm -hmm. or two years where I've just it's not just the forgiving part. It's like I just want to forget that we were ever associated with one another mm -hmm. because of the way things transpire between us. So I feel like I, I don't forget the actual action that they did. I'm just trying to forget that person in general. Just move on, move past, don't look back, don't hold on to anything that happened at that point in my life and just, you know, forgive and I'm, I'm really trying to forgive. And I, I don't, I say to forget because I don't ever want to forget what someone does because I know what I deserve now. Yeah. Yeah. I allowed you to do that then, but yeah. moving forward now, I know what I deserve and I know what I want. Yeah. So things like that is a lesson. Yeah, I definitely took the lesson from the mm -hmm. few things that I've dealt with those people. I guess you, I technically haven't for, forgotten. I'm just in the process of forgetting mm -hmm. them, but remembering what actually happened, the lesson that I learned from those friendships and things like that. So. I, I think that, that that's important. Just the most important part is to get the lesson out of it. Yeah. It's not a mistake. Like you said, it's a setting a standard for yourself, but it's also helping you grow because everything we've gone through, that's where we lead our, that's how we get to where we are now. Absolutely. And I think that for me personally, and I speak solely for myself on this, I I don't want to say I can't forget. I'm very I was very quick to forgive and I was I don't say gullible, but it's almost like the, the switch got flipped in my head when I went to bed and woke up. And the that for a long time was a, a saving grace for me but at the same time being where i am now i don't forget that like you said it's not that i choose to it's a timeline in my life it's this person was in this time and this is what happened and it, whether it be a relationship a job a friendship or an acquaintanceship whatever you want to call it um, based on the person but i really truly feel that i don't know if i can intentionally forget I think I can try to forget, but like I said, it's a, a state point in life. It's a growth thing. It's hard for everybody, but um, it, it's, I guess, solely everyone can do both, but it's best to do one or the other based on what you Yeah, because right. you're asking me to digest a lot. For me, it's more of a case by case basis. I was just about to say that. Maybe like, I should have said based on this or that, because that is a broad. Um, subject that we could go on and on about. Like yeah. we have to pinpoint exactly what are we talking about forgetting? Are we talking about forgetting a person? Are we talking about forgetting a subject? Or what is it? But we gotta revisit that. When it comes to a person, for me, it's how much value they had to me in the first place. To whether you know, because that that makes it whether it's easy or not to forget them. You know, you can forgive, but it's kind of harder to let go of the thought of the person. Yeah, and we should definitely oh, talk about uh, at one point forgiving too easily. I think oh, that's yeah. a important thing to do. And you have to un yeah. you have to take a look at the dynamic of the relationship to decipher whether or not it's salvageable. Mm -hmm. 
Words can do a lot of damage. It's going back to forgiving. Forgiving is for you. Forgiving is for you, it ain't for them. So even if you do it over and over again, and within the drop and over time, that's for you to heal. Sometimes saying that is easier said than done. And I think once you become a forgiving person, you forgive so easily, people tend to, I feel like, use it as a leverage to keep on doing things to you. Like they don't learn the lesson. Because they don't learn, so you're just forgiving too easily. Mm -hmm. And it, even though forgiving is also a lesson for you, it needs to be a lesson for that person as well, especially if you're going to keep them in your life. Right. They need to be learning that, okay, I was not okay with that. I'm forgiving you, so don't do that again. But if you're forgiving too easily, I feel like sometimes that opens up a doorway to allow certain things to continue to happen to you. It's going to sound real cliche, but as you get into the word of God, you really realize why forgiveness is just so easy after a while. Why forgiveness means so much to a person on the spiritual side of things. It opens up your door to actually love more, to give more time to the person and the people who actually deserve it. I, I'm glad that I can honestly say on the spiritual side of me, it's easy for me to forgive. I can't forget that easy. Yeah. But it's definitely easy for me to forgive. That makes sense because, I mean, when you forgive, you leave more space for love. Yeah, you have if, you, if you're not forgiving, then you hold on to it, and that's resentment, that's anger. And where that anger is, love could be, or anything yeah. else. Yeah, yes, and, and like y'all said, I think it's a growing pains thing, and as you get older, your mindset changes. Yeah. And certain things don't seem that big. Very true. I, I feel like if you, also, if you don't make it, if you don't spend time on it, it won't become something bigger. You don't make a mole a molehill out of a mountain. A mountain. Mount. Yeah, I switched that. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Keisha, come through the other end. All right, okay. Snap, 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 snap. So, as always, we end this thing off with a little bullshit bulletin. Bullshit. So, today on the Bullshit Bulletin, we have concerns about government lockdowns have led to protest protesters gathering at a courthouse in Humboldt County, California. This would be okay, but one protester took it too far. Larkin Small was holding a sign that read, Muzzles are for dogs and slaves, with a picture of a slave with a muzzle on. Dumbass. Fuck. <laughs> Put her high, high, high on the Bullshit Bulletin. Wow. Why? Just I just No, but seriously, it's terrible. Like why what brings this goes back to being raised, like what what brought you to have that mindset and idea? Like what what's wrong with you? Like what if somebody did that to you? What if somebody made a comment about putting white people on an island in the middle of nowhere with no food. Like, y'all do that all the time. Are you talking about Survivor? Good <laughs> 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 for fun. <laughs> okay, also on Bullshit and Bulletin, we have Donald Trump, who is taking a drill called hydroxychloroquine to prevent COVID 19. Although the FDA has warned against its use outside of a hospital setting, it pose, because as it poses risk of heart failure. And he is not the only person. I also saw a story where there were people in a state that were harassing their physicians and prescribers to prescribe them that drug 
because they are under the belief that it's supposed to help with the symptoms of COVID-19 or prevent it. And the outcome of taking that drug is a higher risk than the COVID-19. So please do not take hydroxychloroquine. Do not follow Donald Trump's ignorance and get your doctor to prescribe you that medication because it does have heart failure symptoms behind it. And understand, he ain't just talking. He is a pharmacist. He knows. Yeah, There's Vaughn, a reason we Vaughn gave this I couldn't even say the word. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, come through vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I really want to call BS on everybody who got mad at Ursh because he said sure that did. Little Kim against uh, Nicki Minaj, Little Kim pretty much paved the way for her. She did. I, she did. I mean, it's very, very, very clear he's intimidated by this man. Yes. Like you don't want you don't want him, you don't want to show his picture. Like it's a gangster move. It's a gangster move. It kind of goes back to what I was talking about with everything that's going on in the world. I don't even care. Like, it, it's just so normal. We all know he's ignorant. Right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. That's exactly. So right. He's just so stupid. <laughs> stupid. You're <laughs> stupid. Like, like, I appreciate that check, though. Decency, like, decency. Decency. like, if this is a tradition and you're a president of the United States and if that's the tradition, why do you feel like you have to go against the grain? You don't care? No, he, no that's, that's, his, that's his MO. That's his thing. Donald he, Trump, baby. 
Man, look. He's just Next Sunday, go get up. Yes. This is true. He better not be on that day. We're going to make it know that Donald Trump would not be on that day. Donnie needs to quit doing dumb shit and he won't be on there. Get your man, girl. That's your fault. That's what I said. Where's his wife at? Okay. Okay. Well, as Keisha kind of hinted already, Next episode will be our season's end episode. Season finale. Your season finale. First season is about to be a wrap and over with. And we're going to take a little break. Right. And while we're on break, we want y'all to tell us what you want to hear. What Topic. What is it that makes you press Sunday play? Yes. <laughs> y'all, support your black people. So support us. Support people in general. Local uh, business. You know, we all get on there. Everybody is looking for a niche. And when people find their niche, we need to be very supportive of that. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, in the community, we just not. Especially here in Memphis, we are supporting what we want to support. Mm-hmm. But support something that's for a good cause. That you know, open your open your minds up to different things. Podcast is doing good. A lot of people are doing podcasts here yeah. in Memphis. Support each other. It's for fun, yeah. man. Yes. You can listen to us while you work out at the house. While Car ride. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. Just play it for the hours. It's nothing. Also, too, I want to give a shout out to our 314 total listeners that we've had. Hey. Hey. We That's have, pretty good. We have 27 one. subscribers now, guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we celebrating the low numbers too. Yeah, yep. celebrate every because little success. You, that gives you, that keeps you humble, it makes you want more, it keeps you eager, it keeps you hungry and motivated. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I just want to thank you guys. Thank everybody that's sitting here today. Like we are phenomenal. Yeah, oh, yeah y'all know what we go through to start on time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all only we never ever yeah, start on time. Another struggle. Yeah, I don't know the struggle at all. But we're glad for you guys to be here. While we're struggling through it, and don't think we're not coming back because we're coming back. Definitely, definitely. Harder. This ain't the last one yet. We so, just want to let you know you gotta get to it. Like, like we said, we're still gonna be active on our social media. Check us out on there. We'll be giving up you guys little snippets and things as well on uh, on our podcast formats. So, make sure you follow us on our Instagram at the Sundays, Facebook at Sundays, Twitter at Sundays Crew. YouTube at Sunday's podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that because uh, we're rolling out videos next season. Yeah. Get ready. Uh, email us. We'll take emails to thesundays20 at gmail.com. And we're streaming on Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Google Music, Apple Cast, and Pandora. Make sure y'all listen. I love yes. y'all. Listen. Have a great week. <laughs> love you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.